You're listening to A1R Psychic Radio, Earth's number one psychic radio network, and watching Moonstruck TV and Lightning Television. Welcome. Time for Insights into Consciousness with Anna Olson. Anna Olson. Live from AnnaOlsonIntuitive.com. Connect direct. In North America, dial 888-454-2751. In London, 203519-2158. In Sydney, dial 02-8488-3147. Or online, contact us through our Facebook page, facebook.com slash psychic radio. Or one of our websites, askoneradio.com or moonstruck.tv. This is Insights into Consciousness on A1R, the Ask One Radio Network. Hi. I'm Anna Olson here on A1R Radio. I am excited today because I'm going to do a little bit of a lesson and then I'm going to do a reading online um, live. So I'm excited because I really love to teach people about what I do. There are some myths that go on with readers in general, but especially mediums for some reason. Um, It's hard to convince people sometimes that, you know, this is something people are like actually born with and half the time they don't even know that everybody else doesn't do it because it's so normal and natural to them. As a matter of fact, um, I work with students and I have students all the time who have these wonderful, amazing extrasensory abilities or capabilities or gifts. And when I say, do you realize that not everybody does that? They have a look of surprise on their face. Like, really? I had no idea. And it's really fun to explore these sorts of abilities and capabilities with others. And this is partially why I love working with people and teaching them what they do that can really help others because not everybody has these extrasensory abilities. And if one person does, you can use that to help other people with whatever they may need. So not only do I do readings, I also teach you how to use your extrasensory abilities, how to even make money from those or how to start a business or just help other people. Some people just get together and have parties and they have fun with it. And um, some people just volunteer to help others with this or just do this for close family members or friends. So you can always reach me at AnnaOlsonIntuitive.com, two N's, O-L-S-E-N, intuitive.com. And you can set up some appointments with me even to just kind of get an idea as to what you would be doing, what that would look like. And I always give package deals for people, especially if, you know, you really just need um, to kind of like pay a little bit lower with the pandemic and everything. I'm always willing to work with you. My, my true love for this work is just getting people to where they feel comfortable doing it and helping them to learn about their gifts. So today, uh, before I do a reading, today's April 20th. I'm here every Tuesday, 1.30 Pacific Standard Time, 4.30 Eastern Standard Time. And I wanted to go over mediumship. What is it good for? Really, it's an interpreter. You know, I want to really like put the message out there of why somebody would be gifted to do this. What would be the purpose? What do I offer people when I do a reading? So I'm an interpreter. It's basically... Like if you, um, if somebody is hearing impaired and they need to know what's going on, we get somebody who does American Sign Language or whatever kind of sign language to help them to understand what's happening and so that they're not left out of the loop so that they too are included. And mediums are likened unto this because 
we are able to get a message from somebody else's loved one. You know, I actually have some guilt sometimes because I am tuned into other people's loved ones after they lose them, um, sometimes more than they are. And it's almost like a survivor's guilt or something. Um, but, you know, it really is a wonderful gift where I'm, I'm tuned in and, you know, I have to pick and choose like what I tell the person and when, but it's to convey messages from past loved ones concerning their love for the person, the ones that are left behind um, here on the earth. So we always like, you know, as mediums know that the person who's passed on is the lucky one. They're the one that's free and in the spirit world and having a great time. And the people left behind, the survivors are the ones that we really worry about. You know, those are the ones that we really want to be of service to and to comfort. Um, and the other thing that readings do is it teaches the reader. So when, every time I do a reading, I learn something every single time. There's no two exactly alike. There are, of course, similarities. However, every time I have done a reading, I have grown closer to people that I work with. I have grown closer to those in spirit. And it's an amazing learning experience for me. And it really helps me to understand the world better and to understand just how vast relationships are, what they look like, and how different they can be among different people. And I really feel it's also important when I teach people how to read and what their gifts are, that they be teachable and hold their ego really low. Because if somebody's doing readings and their ego gets too high, we have a problem because nobody already knows everything. It doesn't matter what you do or where the gift comes from. It's important for the reader to understand that they too are growing and learning from the people they're doing readings with and that it's important for the reader to always be teachable and to understand that they don't have power and control over the other person or their loved ones, that they have an honor. There's an honor it's an honorable thing to be able to be part of someone else's family in such a personal way where you're getting so close to this person's very, you know, sacred family member um, connections. And it's just amazing how, um, you know, honored I feel whenever I do these readings. And it's very, very important that we keep our ego at bay and keep our own, you know, pride and, um, you know, sometimes mediums can kind of get a little bit um, egoic and it's very important that they leave that ego out of it. So as long as the reader is staying very humble and teachable um, and asking the person questions and making sure that they stay um, within proper boundaries, uh, the reader can learn a lot. And the, re the person doing the readings, the reader can really end up serving others immensely the more they learn and the more that they keep that ego in check. Um, another thing that mediums do is they give information that is helpful for the surviving family members or loved ones about things like um, information regarding um, the cause of death for closure for the person left behind, comfort and easing the grieving process for them, invaluable, rare, and empowering spiritual information that can help survivors immensely. And as I deliver these bits of information to the family members or loved ones, I am too learning it. I have to take notes because some of these things that they teach me spiritually about the other side, the, the intelligence is so vast there. The information is so vast there that it is like, I, I feel like I could get, I could reach a few PhDs in the amount of time that I have left on this earth in this lifespan, learning about spirituality 
the levels, the tribes, the spiritual tribes, all these different categories of things that I have been taught by spirit, it never ceases to amaze me. And I know that it is limitless. It is absolutely incredible. In addition, you know, mediums can give family members information on things like life insurance policies or information regarding where something was left, like a an item that they've been looking for or even money that the, the person who passed, you know, where they left something or um, what their wishes would be. And they would give information according to their wishes and desires for the, the survivors. The main message from spirit that I get, no fail, just about every reading, and it's a, it's a theme that just keeps going strong, um, is to be careful of opinions or or stances that separate or pit people against each other, holding grudges. Beware those treasures on earth where dust and moth corrupt, meaning things that will just dissipate material items. Um, monetary things, things that don't really matter. You know, those are the things that we need to overlook basically in this life from the main theme of readings and what spirit tells me personally. Um, The important everlasting things in our reality alone is always the love, the care, uh, the connections with others, including those that we work with on the other side of the veil. So spirit, however that looks, Angels, guides, um, God, you know, it's really important that that is really what we emphasize as important in this lifetime and the next. It's the only thing that carries through to the other side. So love, creating our own reality. So we all have the power, capability, and tools to create wealth or success here, no matter what our current circumstance so if someone harms or neglects another person for this that puts them on a very low vibrational level that takes um a lot more work to climb out of so it's kind of like climbing or lowering oneself onto a ladder into a well and the descent is easier than the ascent out of it so always possible to get out of it but better not to go too deep into anything negative or something that is just basically focusing or obsessively focusing on monetary things or things of this world that really don't matter in the long run, the long haul. Um, selfishness is basically the, the, the base of all, you know, of this. So it is, however, always possible to come out of this. And that's really what I like to put emphasis on. Any of us can make mistakes and that's part of this whole thing I'm talking about. Um, so that's very important. Um, so it's important to remember, you can always get out of it, but it's like the Buddha says, like drop by drop, it's a slow process to overcome with like bad or suffering or negativity drop by drop. You can, um, like water filling a bucket, one drop at a time, negativity can overcome our lives in the same way, drop by drop, little at a time, just, it kind of sneaks up on you and you, before you know it, you're in this place where you're just, oh my gosh, you know, I'm. How did I get here? What happened? It just was a very slow process. Buddha says that drop by drop, you can go, you can descend into a negative place, like water into a bucket. You can also ascend into a really wonderful positive vibe in the same way. Drop by drop to fill a bucket. And 
I like to look at this um, as a reminder that it really depends upon who we have in our surroundings. Now, I know as a reader, the more that I have um, negative people in my environment, the more that I will attract negative things and drop by drop become, you know, more aligned with that negative vibration. The more I have positive people in my, my surroundings and I really set boundaries, boundaries are very important, guys, the more that I will attract positive things into my life. And it's like that for every person, every time. And you can even become an island if you happen to be in an environment where, okay, you're surrounded by negative people. What can you do about it right now? Well, you can become an island of a positive vibration. You can always think and do and say nice, positive things no matter what's going on around you. Put up that nice shield of protection. So um, I have a caller on the line that I'd like to do a live reading on now. Her name is Haley. She is from Louisiana. Hi, Haley. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. So do you like a reading today? What can we do for you? What would you like to focus on? Or do you have a specific question that I can focus on? Um, no, I don't. I just, I was just liking to hear something. Sure. Okay, so um, I'll do a general reading for you, which means that I just asked Spirit what to um, focus on today for Haley. Um you know, I'm I'm feeling um, a really wonderful grandmother energy for you. Um, now, I feel the way that I'm feeling this is really that grandma gave gifts to you. Gave, grandma gave a lot of love and gifts. Um, I'm feeling that. Uh, is there something specific that you have going on right, now, grandma? Or um. Mm-hmm. My grandma, uh, she, she's like my mom. Okay. So grandma raised you? Yes. Oh, that is so wonderful. So you must be close now. Um, I'm feeling a lot of love from grandma. I'm feeling that this is something that you know, I'm seeing wisdom. I'm seeing a way for you to uh, make a living. I'm seeing a lot of support there emotionally. I feel like uh, you're, you really gave your grandma a second go at life, kept her younger, kept her happier. Um, I'm, re- I'm just feeling so, ma- so much of this wonderful positive energy coming from, from your grandma. And, you know, I, I also feel that... Um, so there's, I have there's one. I have one grandma that's still alive, but I have one grandma that I've never met before. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I was and also grandma, drawn to. Go ahead. I'm sorry. The grandma that's still You're... alive is the one that took care of me. Uh huh. And it's interesting too that you say that because, and the timing, because I also was just feeling like. Um, your dad's side, your biological father, um, I feel like he, there's an energy there. It's interesting because um, was there some distance between you and your father growing up? Right now? Yeah, or just in general? Right now, yes. 
Okay. Um, because I feel like there were some things that you would have rather been different with father in, in the way that things have come, come about with father figure in your life. And that, uh, it, it's interesting because I feel like the contract was that the, this is the way that it was supposed to go. Grandmother was the best person to raise you and to really, um, give you all these things that you needed. I feel like if, um, you know, that this just happened in just the right way, you know, was it, is it, um, let's see, was it your father's mom who you weren't as close with? Yes. Okay, because I'm feeling that, and I'm feeling like the grandmother that I'm feeling the energy from is the one that raised you. She's still with us, correct? Yes. And um, I feel like this is a very powerful woman. <laughs> I'm not sure how aware you, you are of how powerful your grandmother is, but it's power within love, which is really beautiful to me. And um, yet I, the, the, the interesting thing is, is that I'm already feeling like your grandmother who raised you is very in touch energetically with things like she's very intuitive. Like she maybe even possibly could be a medium. And some of us, you know, some of us mediums don't even know we're mediums. We just think we do what everybody does. And so, right. you know, it's not uncommon for people to be very gifted this way and just not realize it because they've been that way their whole life. They don't know any different. Mm -hmm. And the really wonderful thing that I see is that you have a very high possibility hereditarily of having these medium traits being passed to you. And it's really beautiful because we're just, what we are is a type of person that we are very in tune with the spirit world or energy or the spiritual work and people who have passed. So if you've ever felt sensitive in public places or you tend to kind of feel people's vibes more and you kind of don't really know why you need to leave a place or something, this can happen sometimes. Um. But the interesting thing is, is that when you have these gifts and you have these abilities, you don't always know that they're that different from everyone else. Right. And I'm just wondering, have you had experiences where you tend to not think much about things like, let's say, going bump in the night, you know, that term like, or you just kind of notice that you tend to pick up on things a little more than other people or they, somebody has told you that you do? I guess I've never really paid attention. Hmm. Yeah, because I do feel that you are a very good, um, you're very good at picking up on other people's vibes and you are very powerful just like your grandmother. Now, what I really love to teach, um, if you're interested, um, real quick, I can I can tell you a little bit about um, the law of attraction and manifestation. Are you aware of law of attraction and manifestation practices? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I feel mm -hmm. like you would be a, a, an amazing manifester, an amazing law of attraction practitioner, where you can, uh, just like your grandmother, you can really... Um, make things happen when it comes to um, setting an intention and not just setting an intention, but making it happen quickly. 
Like you can get real focused and make something happen quickly. This could happen with money or with something like, um, you know, like if you wanted us to, to have a certain house, I'm seeing a house for you and it's on land, beautiful yard. It feels very warm and gorgeous. And I see you being able to manifest and attract that very quickly. Oh. And I'm also seeing that you, um, something about a nurse. Is somebody in the family a nurse or were you planning on going to school to be a nurse or something? Oh my goodness. That is so weird. I just recently thought I was going to be there. Okay. Yeah, I feel that very strongly. Like, you could be at the top of your class, you know, because you are very focused. Do you notice that you're very focused? To me, no. (laughs) To me, I feel like I'm all over. That's your intuition, honey. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know... um, One of the things you can do, if you feel like you're all over the place, what you can do is shield yourself. So you just imagine this beautiful white light from the angels or whatever whatever deity you like, Mary Magdalene, Mary, you know, the Virgin Mary, whatever. You can imagine this beautiful white light coming down around you and blocking out your distractions. Because oftentimes they think that us intuitives are actually ADHD, but we're really just picking up, I mean... Would anybody in a room sitting at a restaurant or something and they have um, 16 people trying to get their attention at once? Yeah, they might be a little distracted, right? Right. So it's important to say no, not right now to those vibes and, you know, politely decline. If you're feeling distracted, politely decline that negative distracting energy or signal. And as you're studying, you know, it's really important, I feel, for you to do something with visualization, something you can see in a picture Mm -hmm. for your your studies. Um, um, For instance, if you're doing flashcards, you could maybe draw a quick, you know, picture of a muscle or something, you know, if you're having to do the anatomy or something. Make a bunch of flashcards that you can visually and study that way with flashcards or something visual you know, that you create that you, that's pleasing for you to look at. Even if you do, you know, like colored pencils or something and the colors you like that you enjoy, like your favorite colors, because I also feel that you are um, definitely an indigo child. Have you ever looked up like indigo children on Google or anything like that? I haven't, but I will. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, like really big people like the Beatles or, you know, they're all indigo children and they tend to need they tend to be here to make a difference in the world. And it's not uncommon for intuitives or mediums to become nurses or doctors. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that you'll be very successful as a nurse. And I even see you maybe going into something like a, um, a floor or a specialty on death and dying. Don't, don't be surprised because if you're a medium, you tend to be very good at working with people on those those specialties. Okay. Um, and don't let it scare you. You know, it's kind of like, I don't know how you feel about it, but how do you feel about working with death and dying? Um, I don't know. Cause I've never, I've never really had to work with it. So I mean, it's scary, you- but Yeah, I think at first it can feel a little scary. Um, And I'm wondering, 
Do you mind if I ask your age? Uh, I'm 23. Okay, so you're 23. And um, yeah, so you're just kind of starting out on this and really getting your identity kind of together and really organized. That's a lot of this, like why it may seem a little scary. I think that your experience in your job will take you into all these different things. And I think you'll actually have really good experiences with death and dying. Um, I know it, it seems scary because our society kind of hides death for the most part. Um, but I really do think that as you continue on with your um, career and with the experience that you have, that you will continue to really progress in understanding death and dying. And you'll be able to start seeing things like, um, you know, like the spirit leave the body or things like um, seeing somebody's guide or angel in the room with them. You'll be able to kind of getting those nice little gifts here and there where you're going to start understanding the, the bigger picture. Now, um, mm-hmm. I'm also wondering, have you, have you been in contact with a doctor or have you dated a doctor? No, I haven't. Because I feel like there could be a potential relationship with a doctor for you. Hmm. And it would be a really special bond. He'd be a little bit older. You know, you're already 23, but um, it would be a nice special bond and he would teach you a lot. Um, I really feel like he may even be a med student when you meet him, but he would be um, a, a very nice doctor, a very kind man. And um, that you guys would learn a lot from each other. Okay. And that you would do well with teaching him um, to be a bit more humble. Because I feel like you being humble and down to earth is one of your strengths. Okay. Do you have any questions? Is there anything else that you want to know? Um, I don't. I mean, I have... No, ma'am. Sounds great. It sounds wonderful. I mean, you have this wonderful career coming up. Um, you know, I, I even kind of, you know, sometimes I even see like, um, I don't want to scare you, but it kind of, it kind of looks kind of like a mortuary environment where when people are um, grieving, you know, you work with them on how to plan things and how to go about the process and how to um, just basically help them okay. in their grief. Everything. And it's it's going to be good. It, I feel like you're going to do very well with it. And that the um, high vibe of like an emergency room or something will be a little too overpowering for you just from because you're so intuitive and because it can feel a little overwhelming for somebody who's very receptive to those vibes, especially at a hospital, because there's so much going on at a hospital and there's so many people who are passing at a hospital. It feels mm-hmm. overwhelming or um, someone like an intuitive or a medium. So um, I feel like the death and dying would be a nice mellow place for you where it's like just less high vibe um, at you, coming at you at every angle. So I, I just ran out of time, but thank you so much for calling in, Haley. It's been a pleasure. And you can always reach me at AnnaOlsonIntuitive.com or on Facebook at AnnaOlsonIntuitive. But you have a wonderful week, and um, it's been great doing your reading today. Awesome. Thank you so much. Welcome. So um, what a wonderful reading. I just got such a great vibe from her. And, you know, one of, um, I got the grandma um, energy, 
and it was wonderful um, how powerful her, her grandmother is and how great her energy is and her purpose here is just beautiful. So I just wish her the best luck in her career. I wish you the best luck, Haley, in everything you do and that wonderful relationship you've got coming. So um, I'm out of time, but it's been fun. And you can always reach me, Anna Olson Intuitive.com, two N's O L S E N Intuitive.com. Have a wonderful day. Thanks so much for watching. You can also reach me on Anna Olson Intuitive on Facebook. Um, that's my business page. You'd see me with my A1R page on there. And I am also at Instagram. Um, um, it'd be like the at sim- symbol with um, tiny medium queendom. Um, so have a wonderful week and I'll, I'll see you very soon.